surround yourself with the magic. splendor and be proud of your heritage. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shores, send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Look at our portrait of America, and for a few moments, see how a great nation was carved out of a wilderness. Let's begin our magic carpet ride in New York City, that great melting pot of people and cultures. bringing with them brains and muscles, sinews and spirit, in pursuit of a dream. A dream that until now had never been. A dream that somehow people could live together in justice and equality. A dream that democracy was the handwork of all and that the glorious struggle could be won here. Where did this drive for the American dream begin? Not just in the great cities, but in towns and hamlets all over colonial America. The spirit of the early settlers is still all around us, hundreds of years later. Come all young sailors and listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish of the sea. to be free, to be governed by officers of their own choosing. They would fight in their towns to wrest the freedom of constitutional process from a distant, unrepresentative government. They gave up narrow self-interest for the national good so that all the generations to come could be at peace in their own communities, free to choose a lifestyle of their own. Simple men fought and won the bloody struggle of the revolution. To this outpost in the wilderness, Abraham Lincoln came to be a storekeeper and postmaster of New Salem, Illinois, before he went on to the state legislature and to Washington. When George Washington left Mount Vernon for the first time, it was to lead the revolutionary armies. When he left for the second time, 
It was to lead the struggling young republic as its first president. Because revolution was in the minds and hearts of people in towns like Williamsburg, they played a much larger role in politics than in any country before. Virginia alone produced four of the first five presidents, Washington, Jefferson, Madison, and Monroe. stood up and were counted. In peace, they demanded no less. And so here, in Independence Hall in Philadelphia, our founding fathers drafted a constitution that defined the delicate relationship between citizen and government as it had never been done before. For the first time in history, people would be governed by officials of their own choosing. And here was met the first government of the new nation so created. Proclaim liberty throughout the land and unto all the inhabitants thereof. Real freedom was established and protected, and under it, man could achieve his highest good. Men, women, and children of today honor those heroes of the past. Prominent in our portrait of America is the White House the home of every American president since John Adams. A fitting home for the man who symbolizes the dignity and majesty of the American people in the most powerful elective office in the world. In bloody battle, Americans won the right to choose our leaders, from town meeting to nation's capital. George Washington himself laid the cornerstone of this great building wherein the laws of the country are made. Over this peaceful countryside at Gettysburg was fought the greatest battle of the Civil War. It was the high tide of the Confederacy. 163,000 men struggled to decide the fate of the Union. 7,000 died that day for their beliefs. As always, our form of government seems to give us the president we need in time of crisis. Here was a man for the ages, Abraham Lincoln, dedicated, humble, grave, humorous, a simple man who gave his life that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. He lives on in the hearts of free men everywhere. Falls, whose natural grandeur is just a small part of our nation's abundant resources. The President is Commander-in-Chief of all the armed forces. At West Point, with a scholar's broad knowledge, these young men prepare for their life of duty, sacrifice, and service to their country. 
At the Air Force Academy in Colorado, these cadets will master incredible technical advances to keep this proud nation free. And at Annapolis, these midshipmen will follow the sea as their predecessors have from the time of the revolution. Not only is the president their commander, he is also the nation's conscience and its teacher. Chicago, hog butcher for the world, tool maker, stacker of wheat, player with railroads, and the nation's freight handler. Stormy, husky, brawling, city of the big shoulders. More than any other city, Chicago typifies the spirit that has pulled this country from the sparest beginnings to the strongest nation in the world today. section of the country we call home. Quiet rural setting or the colorful French quarter of old New Orleans with its jazz and blues. There is one thing we all have in common. Freedom. Freedom to go where we want be what we want, freedom to choose our own government, as well as our friends. Just where the Missouri meets the Mississippi River sits the jumping off place for every pioneer that rolled a wagon westward. St. Louis, symbolized by the elegantly simple Gateway Memorial. Pioneers who passed this way stretched the country from sea to sea, pulled by the lure of land and riches for the finding. And each man, woman, and child who saw this old courthouse in 1834 accepted responsibility for himself on the long trip west and forged that uniquely American trait, independence. Over the Colorado River, it was a five-month, 2,000-mile trip for the lines of covered wagons as they searched for a better life. Because they believed they would find it, the dream became a reality. As I was out walking one morning for pleasure, I spied a cowpuncher ride along. His hat was thrown back and his spurs were jingling. And as he approached, he was singing this song. Whoopee-tie-i-o, get along, you little doggies. It's your misfortune and none of my own.
their spirit and grit got them across territory like this. They built roads and towns and industries where there were none. They brought something even more important to this wilderness, perhaps the most important of all American rights, the right to vote to choose a government that would protect their rights and fulfill their needs, even in the remotest parts of this country. Today, their descendants enjoy a vastly different lifestyle. They may fly by jet to Sun Valley to enjoy their skiing, but their legacy has come down to them unchanged. Their government still responds to the majority of their votes. She's a vast land, this America of ours, stretching all the way to the Arctic Ocean and covering one-fifth of the world's land surface. Yes, on our last frontier in the frozen reaches of Alaska, the spirit and drive of the early settlers is still very much alive. just as high as rugged Mount McKinley, glorious in its grandeur, highest point on the North American continent. Even if it is perched on the very ends of the earth and the temperature may hit only 40 in midsummer, Nome, Alaska is just as American as the corner drugstore. They are governed by the same laws as San Francisco and the Golden State of California, where the generations have mined the gold and tilled the farms. They've built a city of grace and elegance where you can meet yourself coming and going. Francisco's charm is to know it at dusk at Fisherman's Wharf, where the abundance of the sea can be found at every door. It's a far cry from the bucket brigades and volunteer fire companies of early days, but the thrill of chasing the fire engine still exists even if it is Los Angeles in the 20th century. Behind the cameras on a movie set in Hollywood, the legends and the lore of the America that was are captured in make-believe. Whether it's hula hoops or hot tubs or a day's sail on Balboa Bay, Southern Californians pursue lifestyles of their own choosing. And in Los Angeles, that sprawling community of cities that knows no end, they share with the people of Boston and Houston and the thousand, thousand towns between the knowledge that in this country, all men are created equal, that they do have certain inalienable rights.
in our newest state to the west, Hawaii, the tradition of the melting pot starts again as east and west meet and democracy renews itself. Linking Hawaii into our network of instant communication are telephone cables, satellites, television, radio, all the marvels of an electronic age so vital to preserve what another time secured for us by musket and ball. The Constitution, which prescribes my oath, my countrymen, is yours. The government you have chosen me to lead is yours. The laws and the entire scheme of our civil rule, from the town meeting to the national capital, is yours. into a nation's splendor, infinite in its variety, rich in its tradition, blessed in its heritage. So it's home again and home again, America for me. My heart is turning home again, and there I long to be. In the land of youth and freedom, beyond the ocean's bars, where the air is full of sunlight and the flag is full of stars. Oh.